on page Kufir Gimel. We're learning about the Midah of Tmimus. Pshitus, Pashtus, Tmimus. We're talking two weeks ago, last year, we're talking about the natural Kayach of Pilpul that Kaddish Baruch Hu has given to one person more than another a need to for lack of a better word we were using the word in, in the uh, vernacular to handle to handle meaning to analyze but to analyze in a way where the person has a tendency to veer away from the pastas with which each and every one of us has been created. Helokim osa osa adam yasha. Vehema bikshu cheshbanis rabim. Akashbohu created a person, a child is yasha. The child says what he feels, that could sometimes make it uncomfortable for his parents. The child is who he is. There are no chachmas, there's no handling. The child lives with the pastas. We understand that an adult can't possibly be that way. But the closer one is to that ideal of Pashas, the closer one is to Akash Because it says in Pasuk, Tamim Tia Im Hashem And the deeper meaning of it is, Tamim, that when a person lives with Tamimas, Tamim Tia Im Hashem It brings a person very close to Hashem. The, the Tamimas the Tamimus of the Chavetz Chaim is what made, with everything else of the Chavetz Chaim, it's what made him so beloved. The Pashtas, that that was who he was. That was the person. In many ways, like a child. A, a brilliant, a brilliant, sharp child, as far as his midas are concerned. And how he conducted himself, yashas, straight, simple, uncomplicated. We learned... The amazing Gemara, and the Gemara says, why do we blow the shaifa? Remember? Because Hashem said to blow the shaifa. It's not typical of the Gemara to talk that way. The Gemara is always handling. That's one of the problems that, that, that girls have when they go out with guys who have gone to yeshiva their entire life, right? The guy goes to yeshiva his whole life. He's used to learning Gemara, so he thinks if he goes on a date, that's also a blood Gemara. He handles. And the girls are looking for somebody sweet and good-natured. And he's got that's the curse of the snake the crookedness of the snake the greatest brach in the world is when a person goes with tmimus and pashtus and yashas why do you blow the shaifa? there are a thousand explanations there are kabbalah and chassidus and everything on the shaifa but the the but the, the yisai the shairish of why a Jew blows the shaifa is because Hashem said, blow the shayf. Sounds almost like for a child. Hashem said to blow the shayf. I, I just had a beautiful conversation today with somebody on the phone. That uh, We were talking about the possibility of, of having to switch. That child might have to switch from her school to a different school. Because of some special situation. So I was very concerned. How will she feel about that? 
I would try to feel that that any one of us would ask those questions. Of course, she's uh, already nine years old. It's not a baby, and she has her friends in, in one school, and uh, so the so this is what the mother said to me. The mother said, she's still at a time in her life where she trusts her parents that 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 we know what's best for her, and that we could actually like we're not going to get any flack for this. I said, I haven't heard that in a long time. Like infants already have kindness nowadays, you know, and if they can't speak it, they they, they look on their face like you know. They, when they stop trusting us, she says, no, my child is okay. If we tell her that mommy and daddy think this is best for you, she's okay. She already told me you spoke about it. And she's okay. Whatever we think is best. If we would be like that with the Bar Hashem, if we would be that way. That's the biggest nachasuch. If a parent has that, if a parent sees that in a, in, in a child, there's a mice like that with a big tzaddik. Um, I don't remember which tzaddik it was. Maybe it was the Sakhalova. I don't remember. A big, big tzaddik. And there's a young man. And he... And uh, he was a big, big Ayvid Hashem. Before he became a rabbi, he was a big Ayvid Hashem. And... And he, he, he was from... Maybe it was the Sakhalova. He was from the world of Kotsk, You know, sharp. And um, and he was finished. He was finishing davening. It was already very late. He davened way past everybody. Already left shul, and he was uh, he, he was taking off his tulum. He was putting on his tassel tulum, and then somebody like burst into the room. A very very plain person, worse than that, like a prostate person, loud. And not clean and uh, he, he came into the room like this and he said oh I need towels and film I didn't put on towels and film it was like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock he said oh, can I use your towels and film so the tzaddik was very very broken hearted because on the one hand he knew that how could he not give a Jew to borrow his towels and film on the other hand the tzaddik never, never since he's 13 ever had a thought that wasn't holy putting on these film and to put on the talus that his head was always filled with pure thoughts to give it to some you know, guy like this you know, to put on his talus but he couldn't say no so he already made up in his mind that if he has to he'll get a new talus film but he, but he can't not give a Jew this talus film so he gave the yid the talus and the film and the yid first he put on the talus he didn't say thank you he put on the talus he didn't even put on a film yet. And then he goes with his towels and he goes to the window. And he stands, you know the story? No? And he stands by the window and he's looking out the window. In the meantime, the tzaddik is burning inside. He says, that's what he uses as my towels to go look at the street. To go. That's my towels. And the guy is standing by the, standing by the window. Finally, the tzaddik couldn't take it anymore. And he said, what are you looking over there? If you want to daven, why are you putting the towels to go staring out the window? So he says, Look, you think this is the stand of the window? Come on, I want to show you something. So the tzaddik goes over to the window, and the guy shows him, look over there, what do you see? He looks outside, and he sees that in front of the building, the army was having some exercise. They were doing something there with the army. 
and the soldiers were lined up, and they had a commanding officer, a colonel, whatever he is over there, and the and the colonel says, like he screams out, like uh, whatever it was, it was in Russia, he screams out in Poland, he says, uh, turn right, well, perfect, you know how they go, and he says, stop, uh, halt, whatever, turn left, about face, and 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 this guy has the towels, the tzaddik's towels over his head, and he's like, he's he's so excited about the army uh, thing. So the tzaddik couldn't take this. He says, "What are you taking my towels? And and you take my towels and you go here to watch the guy marching in the army. What is it with you?" So the yid said to him, "What are you talking about? Look, you see, there's they're all human beings of flesh and blood." And when the one that has more things on his shirt, more decorations on his shirt, he says, turn right, they all go right. He says, turn left, they turn left. He says, forward march, they march forward. He says, halt, halt. And then the guy starts to cry. He says, and what's And what about our father? What about the one above? He tells us to go right, we go left. He tells us to move forward, we go backward. So, the end of the story is that that Sadiq understood that he's a is not a plain person. He's one of the hidden Sadiqim, and he used to put that towels on only in Kippur. He used to wear that. He didn't wear that. He had another towels for every day, and he would wear that in Kippur. That towels. That that you told him that why should why shouldn't we listen to our commanding officers? He says, forward march, you march forward. Rachman Omar, Tikkun. The Baruchim says, blow the shofar, blow the shofar, hashdus, no chachmas. There's a need of tamimus benefish. So we continue and we learn in Kufiyu Gimel. V'hine b'mabat ha'poshet yitochen shenira l'shemeh shemedvarim shemedabim orukan b'sachakol al prat echad mihavayim. Now I'm going to tell you in advance that what we're going to learn today we're not going to be makabel. I'm just warning you that none of us are going to be makabel what he's going to say today, Yoshua. If we get... We're not going to be We'll see. We're not We might say that we're Makabu because we respect he's a great person and it's you know and it's a safer. So we have to officially all be Makabu. We're not going to be Makabu. You'll see why. So he says, you might think, first of all, that altogether what we're talking about here in this parak is about one part of our Vodas Hashem. Just like you have the you have uh, you have a midah of savlonis and you have a midah of simcha, they're all nice midas. There's also a midah of tamimas. This is a whole bunch of midas, and now we're learning the midah of tamimas. And you might think that it's one particular detail of avodas Hashem of serving Hashem that's called tamimas. And you know we all know each and every person has certain things that he's better at, and certain midas that we're better at, and certain things that we have to work on more. So Rav Schwartz is saying, you might think that Sahakol, I'm talking, we're learning today, we're learning now about one Indian in Avadis Hashem. Well, I prat choshuv merkazi, maybe, okay. I I acknowledge that it's a an important part of Yiddishkeit. Shechoshuv eroi lavad elav, that's worthy to work on. Okay, let's say this is not my strong point. Tamimus, what we've been learning about. Again, 
those who have not been here before, I, I can't explain. We're learning this for a while. So that's not, let's say, that's not my strong point. It's not my strong point. He agrees that Tamimis, that we've been learning about, Pashtas and Tamimis, is important, it's basic, it's important. But that's, that's really all. But, no, it's, a nice, it's another important part of Yiddishkeit. Did you ever learn anything in Yiddishkeit where somebody told you this is not so important? That's one of the things about Yiddishkeit. So it's, it's important, everything's important. Everything's important. The, the kid said to me that the other day, and I, I felt good about it because of it was Hanukkah. So I was all excited, and I said, "I said, Kindlach, there's no yontiv like Hanukkah, not nothing, no yontiv Hanukkah." And I was going on like this, and 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 then the kid said, "Daddy, you say that I've had every yontiv." <laughs> I said it. So I said the b'shas ma'isa. That's that's how I feel about every yontiv. B'shas ma'isa when you're at that yontiv, everything's important and everything is basic. We, we, we know that about everything in Yiddishkeit. However, there's still something more. And not just because we're learning it now. Whoever is living in an inner life, don't tell me people that live that way, but whoever is living a life of Pnimis, inside. Or at least, at least, a person who was mekabel from that inner life, some hashpa, something of tahara and of nekiyas, some pureness, something. Yadeya umeven knows and understands shenekudas atmimis. That that nekuda of tamimis fills the inner soul of a person. That's the real, the inner inner point of it, of the of the soul, is tamimis, is to be a child. Yashus and tamimis. Kol nekuda shal sheker, machzira es haadam lechet adam erishin beitzadas. Any slightest little point of dishonesty. That doesn't only mean an outright lie, but being in any way not straight really takes, throws a person all the way back to the hate of Adam Arishan, to the hate of Adam Chava, the eighth Adas, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the world of the snake. Which is what handling, using, using shrewdness, using Cleverness and shrewdness. Shaniris kiyashara, which looks like it's looks like it's straight, but it's not, because everybody knows the other mechava, whichever pshat you learned, and there are so many. Other mechava had a good cheshbon for what they did. They had a cheshbon to eat from etzadas, and the cheshbon looked like a good cheshbon, and could be explained as a good cheshbon. But there's one problem. The problem is that the Ban Shalom said, Don't eat from this tree. Finished. I don't want your cheshbainas. You're going to become, you'll be able to serve me better? I didn't ask you to do that. You know, so if you have a higher level of this kind of knowledge, and you have more free choice, with more free choice, you could be a bigger over that chef. 
So the Baruch Hashem do me a taiva. I didn't. You just messed up the whole universe. I didn't ask you for chachmas. I asked you not to eat from the tree. That's what I told you. Don't eat from the tree. Don't tell me chachmas. You had a better chachma. You had a better way to serve me. I didn't ask you for chachmas. I asked you to, to be an avid naman, to be simple. I told you to do something. March right. You march right. March forward. March fixed. I didn't ask you to make cheshbonus. So it's, even though it looks like it's straight, with all of men, with all other mechavah, they had a big cheshbon of having to do something gewaldic. And Lamaisa, what came out from it was terrible. Terrible. Which is the same thing that happens to us all the time with all of our cheshbonus. Terrible. Instead, HaKash Baruch says, that's it. The more that a person senses his pnimius, his his inner inner soul, the more he senses that. He recoils from phoniness, from sheker, from falsehood. Mehaarmumius from crookedness, mehapikhas from cleverness. Cleverness here doesn't mean that you can't be clever with something that you're doing in a math problem. Or you can't be clever with something in the world. Cleverness means with adre. You know, there's no real word in English for that. Adre. Like a dreidel. It means adre. It means crooked. Spin. They use that the politician's side, they put a spin on things. I was mis- uh, I'm sorry if you misunderstood me. Have you when people say that? No, I understood you just right. Sorry if you misunderstood me. Was there was we were talking to Khabib with the guys. It was last week. There was a certain athlete that was uh, discovered to be a big manovel. They're doing all kinds of disgusting things. And he was like a you know uh, very famous. He's a very very famous athlete. Makes lots of money and he's a big model in America it's for, for everybody in America to look up to it's doing terrible things so I heard on, on the news on the radio I was driving and, and and there was a guy that said a good he said a good word like a, a commentator from the radio from the news said a good word <clears throat> they asked this, this they asked this tennis player that's what he's a famous tennis player they asked him um like somebody asked him, like how, how could you, uh, you know, so many, so many of the people in America look up to you. It was some of these kind of questions. So his answer was, "Look, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect." In other words, now America found out that I'm not perfect. So the guy that was saying over the the story on the radio said, "We're not. We weren't asking you for perfection." You cheat on you cheating on your wife. That's very, very far from perfection. We're just talking about being a decent human being. We're not talking about perfection. Everything in America is with a dre. There was a president, the last, the, not this, not President Bush, the one before President Bush. It's not nice to say this measures his name. But the one that was before, <laughs> the one that was before President, he still goes around getting hundred thousand dollars to speak, and. It's hard to believe that people pay him a thousand, so much thousand dollars to go and they go listen to him, even though the whole world knows that he's a shotgun, a liar, he's a maneuver, 
and they still and, they, and he's still like is important he's relevant in the world somehow so he was saying outright lies to the whole world and and then he, it's like he was misunderstood I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if anybody understood me that way not to say straight not to say straight the whole Yom Kippur is about saying things straight and we can't, it's so hard for us to do that on our own that they have to write up a whole master for us to help us. Mm-hmm. A big fat thing. Just to help us say a couple honest words. It's so hard to be posh, to be simple. To take off all of the coverings and all the layers. Just to be posh. Like cleverness and shrewdness. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. Perfection? We're not talking about perfection. No one, tiniest, no one has a tiny if you're not perfect. No one's perfect. But don't talk about cheating on your wife and, and saying, well, I guess they found out. The we didn't find out that you're not perfect. We found out that you're a miserable creep. That's what we found. You're a creep. That's what we found out. Perfection? No tightness. This is, how, this is how crooked. And with a word, they have all these crooked words. That's why they call by the politicians. They put a spin on things. A dre. Like a dre. Like a dread. That's what it is. Not straight. When the Sairevas by Kmiha Pnimis, the Pshitis Amitis. That the soul has within it that Pshitis, true Pshitis, and, and it is excited and it's awakened whenever it comes into contact with that Pshitis. That's why everybody loves little children. He spoke about that. Everybody loves children. Well, when you meet someone that's, a, that's like a, a, a real tzaddik that's just unassuming and, and simple, there's such a pleasure to meet people like that, to see people like that. Everybody is attracted to that. As long as a person does not sense, does not feel his soul, is not in contact with his neshama, it's very hard for him to feel how each little drop of dishonesty, each little drop of crookedness is hiding him from the essence of who he is. Because his whole life is playing games. His whole life is, is, is games. Is, so he doesn't understand. So he thinks that so a person could be learning this now and he could think that to me this is a nice thing. There are more important things than Tamimus. Rosh Schwartz is saying, no. Tamimus is the very essence of the soul. That Pashtas, that Amunah Pshuta, that simple honesty and kindness is the essence of the soul. The only reason that we have a hard time accepting that is because we're so fakrunt, we're so crooked, and we're so fadrait in a million things. Now listen to how we're going to hear something. It's going to be hard for us. Before we had the Pasuk from Kahalas, Asher also Elokimus Adam Yasha, Hashem created man Yasha, straight. But men, people, are looking for, are seeking all kinds of Cheshbainas. Hashem made us Yasha, Vahema Bikshu Cheshbainas Rabbim. Vahinil Cheshbainas Rabbim, Yeshnam Shnehafachim. There are two opposites here. What does that mean? Ha-hepach shor rabim, 
the opposite of Rabbim, many, many Cheshboinus, the opposite of that is, Huyachit, is one. Vahepach Shel Cheshbin, and the opposite of a Cheshbin, is what? Pshitas. I'm not going to translate again Pshitas, you know what that is, just... So, Cheshboinus Rabbim, Hashem made man Yosha. In the singular, Vahema Bikshu Cheshboinus Rabbim. Cheshboinus is the opposite of Pshitas, a Cheshbin. Chesh means have a calculation. Chesh means a calculation. Chesh. Rabim is the opposite of one. The, the truth is one. The emiss is one. Cheshbon is Rabim. Reish is called Sarach Adam Lotzeis Mimahalach Shal Rabim. First of all, the person has to get out of a Mahalach of Rabim, of the many. That there are many, many ways that I could express this. There are many, many, many ways that I could look at this. There are many, many ways that I could uh, explain this. To get out of that inning of the many. And then to get out of the of that inning of cheshben. What does that mean? So he explains. Adam miteva yitzira a human being by his nature, kolazman all of the time. Or the kolapachis kimat kolazman, or at least. Almost all the time, Choshev Machshavis. His thinking. A person almost all the time has his thinking, has Machshavis. Pama Machshavis Reifafais. Sometimes their Reifafais means that they're shaky, not strong, not solid, not clear. Pama Yaisim, you saw that sometimes the, think, the thinking of the thoughts are more fundamental, more well based. Each person according to his level. Because of the pace of life, the first pace of life, and just the flow of life. A person is very preoccupied with many daigas. A person has many daigas. He has many, many worries. You talk now even to children. Children have all kinds of daigas that they didn't have when they were running around like on some farm someplace in Nebraska. If you talk to a kid now who's got daigas, he's in fourth grade, he's taking pre-med. He's got daigas. He's got daigas. His parent, parents put him in an accelerated class. He's got daigas. In the old days, acceleration meant that you run from the one park to the next park. You run across the field, you were accelerating. You went fishing, you were accelerated. You wanted to get... Now accelerated means that the, because the parents were underachievers when they were little and the parents have all kinds of hang-ups and other things, so they put it now accelerated. He's accelerated. So he has diagnosis already. A person in this world, because of the pace of life, has diagnosis. People never had so many diagnosis, so many worries like they have now. Every single person sitting here has diagnosis. Each one of us, we all have daigas. We have the daigas. We have daigas. The fact the daigas are panosa, especially daigas are panosa. When it comes to panosa, he said, I think it's necessary. But in SSL, the panosa, in the chutzlar, it's plenty of people, daigas are panosa. And even a person makes so much money that he could support 10 households in, in, in the neighborhood in Yerushalayim, but that's not enough to pay for a mortgage when you have your house in New York. So he has daigas. Sure, if I had, if I lived in Gula, I wouldn't have any daigas. 
So why don't you move to Gula? It's not for me. But he wouldn't have any daikas if he lived in Gula. Or maybe now Gula is expensive. But I'm saying from the old people that bought. So they're daikas, panos. Kol machshavim mechaberes is anefesh daiga. You know that the more you think about things, the more you worry about things. Right? The more you think about something, the more you get worried about it. The more you think about how am I going to support, how am I going to do this, how am I going to do that. There's a boch that was talking to me this morning. He's going out with a girl ready for a while. So I asked him, so you already told me a few times how much you like it and she likes you. So so what do you, what do you, no, so what do you, so get married. So what do you keep on telling me? I, the same thing. You, you like her, she likes you. You already told me four or five times that it's going great. He likes her, she likes him. So I said, that's nice. How's the, the family? So great. I said, Hashkaf, oh, that's good. See, he told me again this morning. She said, why do you keep on hocking me with this? So why don't, so I'm not, I'm, I'm already getting older. I like to dance at your house now. I mean, how much do you want to talk about this relationship? Can we get moving here? So he had a machshava. <laughs> What's the machshava? Machshava is, you know, this, is a, an uncle that was talking to him at a custom the other day. The uncle's talking to him about how's he going to support, you know, how's he going to support his wife. So I said, well, you, you, you spoke to your parents about this, and you're taking this, and you do that, and blah, blah. And then he said, you have to see, to, Kashbaruch uh, should help, and it should work out, and Mitzvah Shem, not to be naive, but uh, there's a mahalik in that family, it's okay, it's okay. The uncle got him very, very nervous. He started to think about it. The uncle started saying to him bad things like insurance, you know. <laughs> bad words, you know, bad words. Insurance? Yeah. You want to have a car? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what about health insurance? It's a lot of money. So he has now machshavas. So now he's walking out with these machshavas. Now his uncle made so now he can't he can't get out of these things. He's got now daigus. He was having such a nice time. He really liked this girl. And now she's not, not not as appealing as she was yesterday. You understand? Because she comes now with daigus. She now means daigus. So this is, you're going to see now we're getting to the part that you're not going to accept. She says, it's a problem. Every, every thought that a person has, when you, when you, when you start getting into cheshbayinus, calculations, then you have diagnosis. You start calculating, right? You start to get nervous. A person, can, some of you could be sitting here right now thinking, gee, let's see, maybe I'm maybe 25 years old. According to my calculations, uh, I'm, I don't see much of a future for myself at this point in my life. Based upon my calculations, you know, I don't see much. Because what I figure is that on my other, my, most of my friends, all of my friends, most of my friends, everybody is already married and they already have two children. And based upon my calculations, my future looks very bleak. And they start to have diagnosis. What's going to be with my life? What kind of a life am I going to have? Daigus. And they eat away to kishkis. And you become marish charedik. You become sad and worried and depressed. And then uh, any shidduch that would have been interested in you stays away because nobody wants a marish chari, you know. Nobody wants depression. We talked about last night in Rebbe Nachman. Person, machshavis and daigus. Machshavis, calculations. Cheshboinus. It's a cheshbon. 
how many people I know that they're like this and they're like that, and they, they couldn't and they did. So someone tells me that she's living with a guy, he's an absolute monster. He hits her, he beats her, he beats the kid, and the, the, the child, because the monster. So I said, so what are you living with a guy? He's an animal. So get away from him. Yeah, but I'm married, you know, I'm 28. I have a child. According to my calculations. So I said, oh, according to, she didn't say that word calculation, but I'm just using it now. But she said, but no, no one's going to ever marry me. I'm never going to be able to have her. So I said, what does you call a marriage? Are you telling me what you're describing is a marriage? You go for help, anything he doesn't, he won't, won't go for help. She's making calculations. Okay, so you're going to, we naturally think, well, what, a person shouldn't make calculations? What, are we supposed to be dummies? We're naive. We consider ourselves intelligent people. So what do we do about that? So what's the solution? We all know the word to prevent us from having daigas. To keep us from getting into calculations that make us crazy. What's the word? The word is bitachin. Sometimes you think if you hear that word again, you're going to punch the person that tells it to you, right? If you're going through a rough time and someone says there was got a great According to your calculation, that person has a grade and you don't. And the person says to you, have bitachin. Bitachin, come here. Tell me again that word, bitachin. And everybody always says, sure, it's easy for you to tell me to have bitachin. I used to have bitachin. Bitachin came like a, became a bad word. For girls growing up, the bad word is sneezing. Then it becomes, when you're older, bitachin, right? Sometimes you can still stay sneezed a little bit. We'd be talking, you can have both. But, be talking is a bad word. The person has to trust in Akash Baruch. Why is it that, why is it that children, traditionally, children didn't have daigas? Because they, they, they trusted in their parents. Wasn't that a wonderful time? Those, those of you here who can recall that time, wasn't it wonderful? Wow. Just to have no daigas. I, I got, not everybody here was like, sometimes a person had lost a parent at a young age, Hashem Yerachim, or there was a parent that was not someone that you could trust. There was such a thing, Hashem Yerachim. But in a healthy, normal situation, a child doesn't have daigas. It's in He doesn't have to worry when I come home, what am I going to eat? How am I going to take care of myself? What am I going to wear? We talk him. in Yonai. Sh'odim is boinein v'raya sh'mitsa d'archi ha'teva. Any adem ha'hechem te'gir panosa. We talk means that a person can look at his life and based upon d'archi ha'teva calculations. Based upon statistics and mathematical, scientific calculations. He doesn't know how he's going to make a penalty. He doesn't know how he's going to manage. He's mechazik himself and he awakens his heart to believe that everything comes from Shemayim. And the different 
circumstances and things of life, then those are not what determine whether or not I'm going to have a panasa. A person that he trained uh, all the years to have a certain panasa, and then that panasa is nothing anymore. There's no panasa. It's not the sebas. What I, what, what I was kaveya. I, I, I have, I can think of, of a few of my friends that we grew up together, and these are the ones that were most upset with me when I decided not to become a lawyer or a doctor. And three of my good old chavayim, that two of them became lawyers, one became a doctor. I was supposed to be a lawyer, and and they were they were with me arguing that I'm crazy, and I decided I was going to stay in learning and not to go there. So I'm telling you, these are three of my closest friends from the old days, that. Not one of them is what they studied for. They're not lawyers, and he's not a doctor. For different reasons. Each one has a whole McGill of why. But they're not lawyers, and this one's, they're not lawyers, he's not a doctor. He, he, he went to medical school, and they were already past the bar. But they're not lawyers, and he's not a doctor. It's a cheshbon. Different cheshbonness. So a person understands that even though you have to, and what Schwarz is going to say, we're not talking about being reckless and foolish, but there's a big, big gap in between those the world of bitachin and the world of recklessness and foolishness. He's not suggest, suggesting that a person be a fool. And that's not what bitachin means. But bitachin, bitachin is a way of living, not a way of thinking. It's a way of living. It's a way of living. It's a way of feeling. It's a way of experiencing life. I told you many times over the years, and those who are here have heard from me many times, that there was, uh, I think even maybe in this year, that there was, um, there was with somebody there, and there was a big, it was a big lamdan, some big tamachachim, and, uh, and he started to talk to the Baal they were talking about emuna. And the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh asked him, what is Amunah? What do you mean by faith? What's Amunah? So the Talmud Chochem started to tell him, well, there's a, there's a Shittas Rambam, Amunah Vulchem, there's a Ben Bechai, there's a Ramban. He started to use the Talmud Chochem, started to go with different definitions of Amunah. He's going like this for half hour, saying a whole Shia in Amunah. And then after a while, so he was winding down, he finished, and he asked the Vashantav, and what do you, what's Amunna? How do you understand Amunna? So the Vashantav said, my understanding of Amunna is the way that I felt as a child when I was in my mother's arms. That's how I define Amunna. That feeling that I had when I was in my mother's arms, that nothing, nothing can hurt me, and that I'm totally in her, in her up to my mother, I'm completely in her arms, and, and she's taking care of me, that's the Balshant of Akkad. He says that's, that's what an omenis means. The nursing, the mother. That's, that's what Amunah is. Those people who are, could be very, very smart and have the Cheshbonis and to explain to you, to explain to you all the different sheetas when it comes to Amunah. That feeling of being in, 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 in the mother's arms. person knows that everything is in the Shemayim. Even though you set everything up a certain way, 
That's going to be that way. Alamashka Jabocha writes a Yagia, the Barnishlon in the end is going to have what he wants. Lila Das Mehechen Even though it's not, even though it's not what, uh, I've told this, what you expect, I've told, I've told this to many of the Chav over the years, because when they start getting into the parish of Shaduchim and their children, that none of the Ishtadlis that I ever made for any of my kids for a Shaduch was, was ever anything that I ever brought to the Shaduch. None of the Ishtadlis that I made, I believe that I had to make the Ishtadlis. But even then, I, I, I did not, I, I, I did not go with the hashtadlis crazy at all, but I knew that I have to call, I have to call this shadchan, I have to call that shadchan, I have to hear, you know, this is a problem, that's a problem, that, and then all the different things, and then the, in the end, with each of the with each of the girls and with my son, Leah and Har, it wasn't at all, it wasn't at all with the hashtadlis. It was, it was somebody from the bungalow colony that. Had, had all of a sudden called and said, hey, you know, said to my wife, you know, this, uh, I was thinking maybe this is an idea. My husband's chavus was the, the, was the father. And the, tomorrow, tomorrow night was like, we're going to, they're making a chasna, they're shadcha. We're going to that. To that. From out of the blue. From out of the blue. And, and it is every, every day when my wife would say, Amash, did you call the, the shadcha? This one from Michael, I can't call these people anymore. And I have to leave 40 messages, and and then to and then they start telling me about. I, I couldn't take it, but I had to do something because not to do anything is not an etzer. You're supposed to make your stables, but never ever came with that cheshbon. All the cheshbonis didn't come in that way. You don't know where it comes from and how it comes. You do. You make a normal stables. You don't humiliate yourself. You don't degrade yourself. Make a, a normal shtadlis. How it comes? The Biskrov said that the only reason you really shouldn't make any shtadlis. The only reason when it comes to shaduch and make a shtadlis is that you should that you should feel that you're doing something, not because it ever does anything. He says Bams doesn't do anything. You should just say you shouldn't go. You shouldn't get too nervous. So at least you feel like I did something. So you go to the meeting or something, and they they line you up like you know. Different tables, like like it's uh, I don't know what, like it's like it's in the flea market or something. To feel uh, Jewish girl has to go like this, yoyness, like this, like that, all kinds of things. It doesn't know how it comes. These things, where they're coming from. I don't know if any of these things are negate anybody here. And I hope I don't make anybody feel bad. What does a person need to have bitachin? Who kevin sheni raya mitzah? Who leyadei mehechan tava yishulasai? The kana megil midas bitachin. What happens? What's with a lot of people? A lot of people think what's bitachin? What bitachin is is like if I can't find any other way, I just have to have bitachin. That's what a lot of people think bitachin is. The doctor doesn't have an answer. This one doesn't have an answer. That one doesn't have an answer. Well, I better have bitachin. I have no. Uh, the, that's not bitachin. That's not what he's bitachin. Is that how it is? With, is that how it is with your mother when you're a little child? I can't go to this lady. I can't go to that man. I can't go to this lady. I can't go to the orphanage. I can't go to this place. I can't go to that place. All right. What's your name? I'm your mother. Okay. I'll take you. That's, that's bitachin. 
That's not bitachin. Achyesh and nekuda mukiyosa. There's a deeper nekuda. Bitachin is not your last resort and something religious to say because you don't know how to do it in a non-religious way. Achyesh and nekuda mukiyosa shalafamim he chilufis laavaydis habitachin vehi shadam lo yisbein and lo yahar klal b'matzavu. Now remember, I told you you're not going to agree with what he's saying. There's a deeper level of bitachin. The deeper level of bitachin is that a person doesn't think at all about his matzav. Not to think at all. Not to make any cheshvan of the matzav you're in. That doesn't mean you should make a cheshvan that you have to make a bracha and you have to keep shot. Of your, of the circumstances. Not to make a cheshvan of your matzav at all. Loi mikoyach atimus. He says, not because of atimus, which is, means apathy. The people don't care about themselves because they're apathetic. They lost their, they lost their, their caring for themselves. Not chasushon. Atimus means when something is shot to be apathetic. No. No, the person wants to, wants to get married. The person wants to have a panos. The person wants to have children. The person wants, it's not apathetic. He cares. So where does it come from? How does a person not think about his matzav? Because the because the of tmimus can be so strong in a person. That doesn't go to the brain. Any thought. Where's my panasa going to come from? Right? You don't agree with this? Try to try to uh, well. These are uh, try to sell this to a, a, a person nowadays. Such a thing, he doesn't even think for a second where is the panasa coming from. Doesn't he's not mahar at all. Doesn't have a machshav at all where it's coming from. Now he says, "Vadai sheluchia is kach ba'ifen t'midi to live that way consistently." Zui Madrega Gavaya, that's a Madrega, big, big tzaddikim. Not like we have stories from the Rebbe of Zushi and from Babichim and other tzaddikim to live like that. Not a cheshman. Right? Like I told us, like Zushi is hungry. Told like that without without machshavas, without cheshbainas of one's matzav. Avotzarach lenasos lehiskarev l'shom. We understand we're not on that level. And we can't help but think. But we should try to come close, as close as we can, to that tmimis and that pshitas. Haya pamaisim chaznish shalolir akadish yushlaim nichnas laravi briskutzal. Once the chaznish came from Bnei Brak and he was in Yushlaim, he went to visit the briskarov. Baizet kufa haya ravzatzal. At that time, the briskarov was also the Indian savuch nesuyim. The briskarov was involved in a certain complicated Indian. Chaznish shalolir say ma'iyeh b'nyanazeh, and the chaznish asked the briskarov, "No, what's going to be?" What's going to be? His batei arrives at Salva Amar. So the Briskarov said, he says, I don't know exactly the Lashen. The Chadum, this was like something like this, that the Briskarov's answer to the Chazanish, the Chazanish says, what's going to be? So the Briskarov said, Yeshli Bitochen. I have Bitochen. Now, Kishi Yotzim Yisham HaChazanish, when Chazanish left the Briskarov, he, he turned to the people who, went, who were walking with him. The Chaznish said to the people, 
Tavinu. You should understand. If the Brisker have said that he has Bitochen, means that he's not even thinking about the problem. Not like when we say that Bitochen. Bitochen, the wheels are turning a thousand miles an hour. How, 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 what, how, what? When the Brisker have said, the Brisker have said he has And not that he's thinking about it, thinking about it. It's not that he's thinking about it and he's just hoping that it'll have a good ending. It's Bechlal Matt. You make your Hishtablis to do what you're supposed to do. And so. Where does a per- How does a person come to such a Madraga? When a person lives in absolute Tamimus with Hashem. Hashem is one. Hema Bikshu Cheshbarinais Rabin. Rabin. When a person lives with the Bari Eilam. Then the soul is is in the parish of Tomim Tia Im Hashem Alokech with Rabbi Nishlam. The Koshalah Lot says the Cheshbonis Raharabim. A person who is like that can't stand going out into the world of Cheshbonis Raharabim. Can't take it. He's with the one God. He's with Hashem Echad. He can't for him to go into the Cheshbonis Raharabim. It's the most painful thing in the world. Not because he's running away from reality, because some of us are thinking, yeah, sure, I would like to do this. This sounds like it's great. Try this for a day. I wish I could do this. Yeah, not to, have to, 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 be, to, to live that way. And who's going to take care and what? And that, that. It's all the cheshbainas. A person who lives in the world of cheshbainas harabim, it seems to him, Rashwat says, I know that you're not accepting anything that I'm saying right now. That's why I said that at the beginning of the Shia. He's saying that for a person who lives in the world of Cheshbainis Rabin, and here we are in America, that's the milk that we drank. Cheshbainis Rabin will look at all that we've just learned and say, this is all in the Shemayim. This is like Himmeldick stuff. Come on. Rabbi Schwartz, get real. Get real. Life is not like that. If I don't plan out my kid's life from fourth grade pre-med, I'm going to end up supporting him. He's not going to be successful. And everything from then until the grave with Cheshbon Yisrael. So he says, Shemaim. You hear what I'm saying? He says, you're listening to what I'm saying? He says, Shemaim. This is all like in the, in the, in the luf, in the sky. It's not well-based. It's not well-grounded. Some of your parents would be hearing that you're learning this stuff. They'd be, could probably get pretty annoyed that you're hearing these things. All right, at least you're not guys. For guys, it would be, it'd be a, like an excuse to stop doing anything. You know, oh, I don't have to work or anything like that. This sounds great. He's not talking to people like that. He's not talking for people like that. He's talking about serious people who are who are trying to be Avde Hashem. And if we can't hear it, the reason that we can't hear these things like the Biskorov and Chazis is because we're so stuck in so many Cheshbainas. That his whole life is run according to his Cheshbainas. When I'm this, I'm going to do this. When I'm that, when I'm going to be 
17, I'm going to do this. 17, I'm going to do this. 18, I'm going to do this. 19, I'm going to do this. 20, I'm going to do this. 21, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have my thing. I'm going to do this. Gonna, this is what I'm going to do for a living. This how many. I'm going to marry like that. I'm going to have this many kids. I'm going to have this. I'm going to live here. I'm going to do that. But the correct surah of life. More than the effort that a person puts into Parnas and other areas of life, it would be better if you spent that time going by yourself with this Baidadus. Better than the 12 years you spent in school to get ready for the job that you're not going to have. It's better you should spend the 12 years. In the sugi of Tamanti Yemeshamakah, with his baidadus and avoided to come to Tamanti Yemeshamakah. Well, who's going to support you during those 12 years? Who do you think supports you, supported you before those 12 years? And who do you think supported you after those 12 years? And who do you think supports you when you breathe, and when you think, and when you walk? Obviously, this changes from one person to another. How much of an effort? We're not getting into the whole sugi of Ishtadlis. And do not walk away thinking, well, he's saying you don't have to try anything, you don't have to work at anything, you don't have to do anything. No. Every person is different. And it has to be, some, it has to be, again, talking to a, another mkhashiv, whatever it might be. How much time do you put into Ishtadlis in the world, doing whatever, in Pedosa, whatever it might be, and how much in the Indian of Bitochen and Tamimus? This balance is very, very complicated. However, he says, there's not even the slightest shadow of a doubt. That the heavy weight of this of a person's soul, of a person's life, has to be, the Ikr has to be in Tamimus. The ikka has to be tamimus, and then to live in that nakudev tamimus of pashtus. The loy bishtadlus, bishtadlus we have to do because other mechava were cursed. The zayas hapachatayich alav is a curse. Bishtadlus. The ikka place of a Jew is in tamimus, not in bishtadlus. Bishtadlus, you have to make bishtadlus. Like I said, b'shaduchim with panos to make bishtadlus. What the shears of bishtadlus not going into, but one thing is clear that the nakuda tamimus of a person has to be. Not not to live every second these machshavas with these chesbonis with these daigis that eat away at us and take us far away from Hashem's baruch. And even if you have to make yeshtalus, you do that with your body. You make yeshtalus. But the soul, your longing, the longing that you have, has to be connected. Has to be always attached to Hashem. If you have you have to make your stables, you go and you do like you do what you, you do what you it's a normal thing to do. You go and you do what you have to. But the but the pneumius of a person has to remain Makusha to the version, attached, attached every second to Gajabarku. That's the meter of Tomantia Imhashalamakah. Tomantiya Would be a very, very different life that we'd all have. It'd be a very different life. If we if we were able to not be we couldn't be on this madrega we, we see it as something beyond us but if we could try to get closer and closer to this mid of tamimis and akshitas and without the chesbonis without the machshavas that get us into complications to eat from etzachaim instead of etzadas it would be it would be a, a much much better life 
Bez Hashem, we're going to we're going to finish the parak next time, and we're going to begin to apply all of this to davening, to help us with our davening. Bez Hashem.